Happy Wednesday, everybody. Uh, it's Bobby Burton here with On Texas Football. I'm joined today by publisher of InsideTexas.com, Eric Nalin. Eric, how you doing today? I'm just trying to get through the doldrums of uh, offseason, trying to write whatever I can and stay busy. Well, we've got a couple of things we want to talk about today. Uh, you wrote an article on Tuesday that I thought was really good. Five players who could improve the Texas football season. Uh, first, I want to say a little bit about what happened last night. Uh, with Steve Sarkeesian uh, in San Antonio as part of that Texas fight tour. He had some really interesting things to say. Joe, our Joe Cook was there. He said that every single player, he thinks, is going to be healthy by the time they come back and return in June, July. And he included Jalen Gilbo, the backup star from last year in that group, who who's recovering from a uh, torn ACL. So that includes DJ Campbell, uh, uh Cole Hudson, uh, also somebody like Isaiah Nayor as well. Uh, Eric, what what are your thoughts about that comment from from Sark? Yeah, I, I think on Gilbo, I think it was MCL, not ACL. I'm not. I, I never got full clarity on that one, but um, yeah, I mean, it, I kind of expected that they were they were mostly healthy getting through uh, spring ball. Uh, DJ Campbell was another one that came up lame very late in spring ball, so it's good to hear that he'll be back. Obviously, he needs as much work as possible. Um, yeah, but you can't ask for anything more, but you, you know, it's just always one of those things you have to knock on wood because, uh, you know, things can change in, in such a hurry. Yeah, it really last year, same day, Nayor and junior angle out go down, uh, you yeah. know, so to your point, it can happen fast, uh, and, uh, be, a, be a serious situation. Our overall thing today though, that what you and I usually take one topic and kind of go pretty deep on it, Eric, for this week's state of the program. I want to do that again. And I really felt like your article uh, on the five players who could improve Texas's season was it really hit home for me personally from the standpoint of we took you took Quinn Ewers out of it. Of course, the quarterback right. having a good season is going to make a difference in, in a football team. But you chose five guys and I thought you chose them really, really smartly in that these are guys that can be additive to the team and make them go from a good football team to a potentially a great team. One of those guys has been someone that we talked about at length here, and that's Alfred Collins. I want you to talk about why you think he would add something uh, to the equation for Texas this year. Well, first and foremost, we've only been teased by his ability so far. You know, everybody remembers the uh, the interception he had in the Alamo Bowl, uh, I think his freshman year, uh, but he's ha he's displayed that type of athleticism. Uh, off and on we just have not seen it uh, consistently enough I think he only has 10 and a half tackles for loss and four and a half sacks in his career uh, and really that's the type of uh, season he should have he can even have a better season than that if he puts it all together uh, so you know his his length and quickness uh, makes it a quick route to the quarterback uh, we need to see more of that from him and you know it's a contract year they need a pass rush uh, it makes a lot of sense you know they, they lost some bodies he's going to get a lot of uh, snaps even more snaps this year than he got last year with the loss of uh, Coburn and Ojimo uh, so really, it's his time to shine. Yeah, I, I think that he provides, you know, hope you mentioned contract year. Hopefully he provides an interior pass rush at the three technique, a little bit different than the other guys. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, and that wingspan of his, he can also, I, I you know, he could also affect the passer in other ways. Right. Oh, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. Up the middle with deflected passes, that sort of thing. Uh, he almost caught one in the I think it was a. It was either a spring practice or the spring game where I thought he almost got an interception uh, that I saw there too as well. So he, he's not just a true pass rusher. 
if he can round out his game, you, you're starting to talk about a defensive front that all of a sudden, instead of just good guys in a good overall group, you start talking about some guys that are weapons. And I think yeah, he, that he should be changes a, the the, the uh, calculus. Yeah, he should be a difference maker up there. He's got that type of ability, you know, Richard Seymour type of ability. Um, and obviously, you know, he's a lot stronger now. Uh, I think he's got uh, athleticism chase uh, on the backside. Uh, and, you know, he should hold up at the point of attack. So, you know, I I, I think he's a first-round talent. I don't think he's going to be drafted there just because he doesn't have the tape for it. But, um, you know, if, if we can get that a senior year, uh, defense is going to take a whole nother, a whole nother step. All right, before we go through two through five, I want to say thank you to our sponsor. Uh, our sponsor, uh, obviously, is a guy that we have known uh, for a while now and has been very helpful to us, and that's the Lowy Law Firm. He's been helping injured Texans for more than a decade now. LoweyLawFirm.com. If you've been seriously injured or know someone that has, whether it's on the job or in a car wreck, uh, give Adam and his group a call at 512-280-0800 or visit LoweyLawFirm.com for a free consultation today. All right, Eric, the second guy, uh, and I thought, again, another good pick by you, A.D. Mitchell, wide receiver. I did a poll on uh, on Texas football about who people thought would be the best receiver on the team. Xavier Worthy was the landed first. A.D. Mitchell was second. I thought, even myself, I voted for A.D. Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I just feel like he's he's got – Xavier – has some things to prove downfield. A.D. Mitchell, I think he has a chance to put it all together and be a complete receiver. Yeah, you know, I uh, I think Worthy's going to end up leading the the team in receptions um, just because I think uh, Sark is going to be more dynamic getting him the ball, uh, RPOs, uh, a lot more uh, comeback routes, not just running it deep. Um, but if A.D. Mitchell plays his full capability like we've seen in those four playoff games, uh, like he showed signs of as a, as a freshman, he missed a lot of time last year, but he's flashed that ability. But if he puts it together for 12 games, um, he might not have as many receptions as worthy, but I think teams are going to fear him every bit as much. Uh, he's, he's a size mismatch in the boundary. He can win with quickness or he can win with speed and he can, he can uh, win 50, 50 balls. Now his, his, you know, his hands are not always hundred percent reliable. Uh, like I wrote in that article, you know, he can make the hard catch look easy and the easy catch look hard. Uh, but you know, as we saw on that, um, in the spring game with that one-handed grab, he's a playmaker. And, and Texas has not had enough playmakers like him that can really uh, make a play out of nowhere uh, and bail the quarterback out. They just haven't had that much uh, in recent years. You, you just put the nail on the head, I think, Eric, because Jerry Hamilton, you and I both talked to quite a bit. Jerry said it's time for some receivers to make plays for Quinn Ewers, mm-hmm. not just Quinn Ewers have to make per- perfect passes all the time. Right. And A.D. Mitchell more so than what – uh, Xavier Worthy was able to do last year, or possibly even J- Jordan Whittington or JT mm-hmm. Sanders. He, he he provides that opportunity, right? Because he's yeah. the bigger frame. Good catch uh, radius. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think th- I thought that was a good one to pick. This one did not catch me by surprise at all because, boy, if he can be healthy, just be healthy. And Sark mentioned he was healthy. He thought he'd be full go June and mm-hmm. July. Jalen Catalan, the safety transfer originally from Mansfield, but out of Arkansas. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, he hasn't played as much in, in recent years, so I think a, a lot of people forget how dynamic he was as a playmaker in the in the back end. But, uh, you know, he's an eraser. He erases ball carriers, comes down uh, downhill like he shot out of a cannon. Uh, sort of like how Quandre Diggs plays in the NFL. Uh, that's how kind of how, uh, you know, Catalan is in, in college. Uh, and, you know, of course, he's got great instincts when the ball's in the air. 
Uh, he sets up really well for that boundary defender that gets to freelance a little bit more than the free safety. He's not always he's not not quite as uh, tied up in coverage as much. Um, so I mean, if he's healthy, if they can get eight or nine, ten games out of him, man, that's a win. Yeah, I don't think people remember this, uh, but you know, he had uh, three interceptions as a redshirt freshman, two interceptions as a sophomore. Uh, was injured most of last year, almost I think game one or game two. Um, when you use the term shot out of cannon, the thing that I like about him is he adds instinctiveness to it, mm-hmm. right? So yep. it's one thing to be fast. It's another thing to be instinctive. When you can be both, football is the game for you, <laughs> right? Yeah. As long yeah, as you yeah. add the physicality portion. Yeah, he's got a very quick trigger coming downhill, uh, you know, and, he's, and he know he'll throw his body around, which uh, is obviously terrifying given his, his injury history, but you can't really ask somebody to play 90%. Um, so they're just going to have to hope that, that depth is ready behind him and, uh, and then he's ready to, to let it rip this season and he can play as healthy as much as possible. I thought this might this next guy might be your most interesting pick of the group, and that's Cedric Baxter, the running back, true freshman out of mm-hmm. Orlando. I, I didn't necessarily going into it uh, think of him in this way, uh, but your article convinced me of it. <laughs> so good, good on you. What, what? Tell the folks why you picked Cedric in the the thought process behind it. Well, I mean, first of all, he's physically and mentally mature for the position uh, and running backs are able to make a difference uh, coming out of high school. You know, there's not nearly as much of a transition period as we see with other positions um, like the fifth guy that you'll name. Um, but, you know, the, the, the real reason is that he's he, he uh, fits Sark's preferences to run inside zone uh, more than any other running back. I also think he uh, provides a little power element uh, between the tackles. And then, of course, he's got the speed to the outside if he has to use it. So. Uh, I think he's got a chance to to get over 100 carries. I'd be shocked if he didn't have 120, 100, 125 carries. Uh, he'll probably get five and a half at a clip. Um, and, you know, it's not going to be like Cedric Benson as a true freshman, but only because, uh, you know, Benson didn't have nearly as much uh, talent around him. You know, I think uh, Benson's freshman year he shared with Ivan Williams. Uh, Jonathan Brooks is ready for prime time and, and can be a bell cow uh, running back. But I think Brooks is going to be a little bit more of an outside guy. So uh, I think Cedric uh, I think Cedric Baxter has a chance to make a big impact as a freshman. Uh- I, I go back to what Brian Irwin told us whenever he saw Cedric Baxter run that one yard run uh, at the goal line. He's like, that's all you ask a guy to do. Get yep. your shoulder pads down and get square and go. Um, yep. short, and yardage, so- short yardage. Uh, I think he can be a touchdown poacher inside the five. Uh, you know, Jonathan Brooks might do the dirty work between the twenties and then uh, in comes Baxter and gets that uh, payday. Um, you know, it's just, he's just ready to go. You know, he's physically mature and, and, uh, like I said, running back is a position where a, a true freshman can come in and make a big impact. I'm interested to see how they use the running backs in the screen game this year because both Brooks and uh, Baxter, as well as Keelan Robinson, can be weapons out of the backfield, right? Jaden Blue has fantastic hands as well, and we know Saving Red played uh, wide receiver. So, it's uh, yeah, I, I think everybody at back there has pretty good hands. And, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how Sark uh, tries to use all these guys. You know, uh, I mean, they can go five wide pretty quick with uh, Jatavian Sanders at at tight end and one of the, the running backs uh, uh, swung out wide. So a lot of options for Sark. All right. The fifth guy really should be no surprise if you've been following inside Texas at all. Uh, that's Anthony Hill Jr., the linebacker, edge prospect, pass rusher really is why I think you and I both, mm-hmm. uh, we just see an X factor there potentially for the Longhorns at a position, Eric, that they've just desperately needed somebody that's a plus player. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Yeah, if we were just talking off the ball linebacker, I wouldn't I wouldn't list him. But um, I'm you know, I'm, I'm counting on him having a varied role uh, playing outside quite a bit, being a, a third down pass rusher or a third down blitzer, uh, being the third linebacker when they go to their base defense uh, and being brought along slowly as a linebacker, but not brought along slowly as a playmaker. Um, if they can get him out there and he starts uh, producing uh, as a pass rusher, then we're going to see even more of them. So I think he's going to play quite a bit this season. Uh, but not in an off-ball role. I think it's uh, more like what LSU did with Harold Perkins uh, last year. Harold Perkins had seven and a half sacks, 13 tackles for a loss. I'm not saying Hill's going to do that, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if Hill approximates those numbers and had about five sacks, 10 tackles for loss, nine tackles for loss, somewhere in that neighborhood. He's a little bit different than Harold Perkins, right? Yeah. Perkins is more that safety playing linebacker, goes up on the edge and tries to, to run around you, almost like Vaughn, almost like Vaughn Miller. Yeah, small right? Vaughn Miller, just he's all twitch, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Hill's more that he can play through some things. Right. Right? And he, he's a little bit more physical. So the differences there, while there are some similarities, first of all, starting with the fact that they're both five-star athletes. Yeah, they're right? different athletes. They're different. Well, they both played running back at it. You know, Perkins was a you know, fantastic running back, and Hill, Hill, you know, Hill was a good running back in high school as well. So they have some you know, similarities in that regard, but – yeah, they're, 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 they have different builds. Uh, their body's going to go in different directions, I think. Uh, I'm interested to see how Perkins does playing off the ball this year because that's going to kind of uh, remind Texas fans, I think, to, you know, Hill does need to be brought along a little bit slower uh, as an off-ball linebacker. There's just so much to process. But as somebody just pin his ears back and let him loose, I, I expect him to have an impact this season. Let me ask you this. I, that, that's our five players uh, that you said could who could improve the Texas season. Uh, to reiterate, Alfred Collins, defensive tackle, A.D. Mitchell, wide receiver, Jalen Catalan, the safety transfer from Arkansas, Sed Baxter, uh, running back uh, from Orlando, the true freshman, uh, joined by Anthony Hill, uh, the true freshman out of uh, Denton Ryan at linebacker edge. Let, let's go to a different topic here, uh, and it was one that we were asked on the live stream last night that I thought would be a good topic for you. Based on what you know right now, Eric, who are the guy? who are some guys that you think have positions that are, quote-unquote, up in the air late in the season. For example, David Benda starts the season probably as the starter next to Jalen Ford, but does Mo Blackwell or someone like uh, Anthony Hill take snaps away as the season progresses, or do you think a Benda cements his position? Uh, and are there any other positions that you would think are similarly similarly situated uh, for the Longhorns this this uh, season? Well, that's a good one to start because we know that, you know, Maurice Blackwell is going to play this year. We know that Anthony Hill is going to play. Both those guys are going to play Will. You know, it's Bendis to lose, and I expect him to start. So, But I, I do think that we're going to see those guys sprinkled in. Now, I don't know, but maybe Bendis plays well enough to where, yeah, he's going to go off in the sunset as a senior and start the whole year. Uh, this should be a team that starts to blow guys, blow, blow some uh, teams out, uh, is capable of at least putting a lot of points on the scoreboard, and then you can you can play the younger guys more. I, I'm not going to predict that David Bend is going to lose that starting position this season because he's he's just as likely to improve throughout the year as the other guys as well. 
Um, you know, he's he has he, he's played quite a bit, but I wouldn't say a lot. You know, he's he's, he's played some, uh, but not as much as a lot of seniors. I think he's going to be good in pass coverage, um, which is going to be a, obviously it's, it's huge in the Big 12. I don't think he's going to lose his job, but I do think those other guys are going to start to play more and more as the season wears on. I think Cedric Baxter is going to be a de facto starter uh, in the second half of the season. Uh, I'm real curious to see how the interior line plays. You know, is, does Umio Zulo get to play more? Does DJ Campbell get to play more? Obviously, those guys aren't aren't um, totally out of a starting job to begin with. But uh, if it, if the line comes back fully intact like it did, like it was last year at the end of, at the end of the season. Um, then, I, you know, there's going to be competition throughout. If those guys start missing assignments, if Hayden Connors uh, having dead ball penalties, um, you know, they're going to start start playing Umil Zulu and maybe Campbell a little bit more. Uh, but I'm not predicting any – it's hard for me to see some guys losing jobs just because the younger guys are going to improve, but so are the, so are the guys that have been playing as well. So that's, that's a bit tough. I have to think about that a little bit more. Yeah, you know, I think you mentioned the guys that, that we mentioned in that chat uh, because I, I, the interior of the offensive line, guard to guard, Guard center guard. We think Jake Majors is is the definitive guy, but if Hayden Connor somehow uh, is a becomes a better center and they can get the other two guards in, then then you go that way, route maybe. I I feel like uh, if you look at it, uh, you know the the real question mark is probably at the linebacker spot, uh, and then you go from there and and see what they do. If they start running more dime, that that could change the the uh, the idea as well in the scheme. Uh, all right. I want to say thanks to our sponsor uh, one more time. Then I have one more question for you, Eric, before I let you go. Uh, thank you to Adam Lowy and the Lowy Law Firm. He's been helping injured Texans for more than a decade now. If you've been injured on the job or in a car wreck and it's something that you think uh, deserves representation, please give Adam a call at 512-280-0800 or uh, go to LowyLawFirm.com. And he will give you, uh, he and his team will give you a free consultation uh, today. All right, uh, Eric, let, let's let's think about this uh, from your standpoint right now. Uh, and I've mentioned this: Texas now at three commitments on the recruiting campaign. They continue to set up uh, official visits in June. We we learn about new ones every day. It seems like right. They're adding them. Uh, are you still be in the be patient? category that it's just where we need to be or are you starting to get a little worried no no man i'm not worried at all i wrote an article this morning uh uh before the uh the five players to watch the season are uh you know just kind of laying out where recruiting is at, at this point in the spring um you know it, it, they're being slow by design you know they just want to be uh patient uh, they're going to be patient yet persistent just because they're being patient doesn't mean they're not recruiting very hard uh if you've been following twitter lately a lot of offers are going out uh, they're still looking for 2024 guys to round out their big board, uh, but really they want to get to camp, get the official visitors to campus and, um, you know, see who they really have a good shot with close down some of those guys in the summertime that are, that are on a, a quicker timeline that want to decide before the season. Uh, but they're fine with uh, playing the long game. And, you know, I think that there's a lot of confidence in, in the season that they're going to have. And they feel like if they need to flip some guys uh, late in the process, they're going to be able to do that. All right. That's Eric Nalin, publisher. InsideTexas.com. This has been our weekly state of the program. I'm sorry I'm having some technical glitches here with my camera. I'll try to get that figured out for the next time. Uh, but Eric, I appreciate your time again. Uh, and this has been sponsored by Adam Lowy. From the Lowy Law Firm.